You know those memes you see on social media that say, I'm not the friend to put on speakerphone? Well, I am that friend. So listener discretion is advised. We talk about murder, ghost stories, and I swear a lot. So please do not let your children listen to this. And if this type of language bothers you, then yeah, you might not want to continue. The Creepy Bitch Podcast presents the 30 Days of Halloween series, hosted by Mary Manis. So are you ready for some creative storytelling? I love to tell stories. And one of my favorite things to do, especially this time of year with my son, is I just make up stories about a subject that he wants me to talk about. And I've made some really cute ones. I've done Christmas ones and I've done a lot of Halloween ones. And I just go with it. I don't really even have them written down or anything. So I kind of just go along with the story and see how it ends up. And I decided I'm going to do that today with you guys. So I hope you enjoy. So the first one is going to be called Yard Haunt. And next time you go by someone's house that has a lot of decorations, you might want to look a little closer because those decorations could be real and not fake. So one crisp fall day, it was actually the day before Halloween, and Josh and Bradley decided to walk home a different way because there were some bullies on the other side of the street and their house was there and every time they would walk by there they would get teased or made fun of and they were just tired of them and the bullies names were Steve and John and they were twins but they were just jerks and no one in the school liked these boys so Josh and Bradley decided, you know what, I'm going to walk on this side. And besides, Mr. Harris is putting out this awesome Halloween display. So the boys go across the street and Mr. Harris is outside. And Mr. Harris was kind of different. 
a lot of people in the neighborhood um, really wouldn't talk to him. He had no kids, but he always was putting out these huge Halloween displays, like the best yard haunts in the area. And a lot of people just thought that was kind of odd that an older man would go through all this effort for Halloween if you didn't have kids. But the fact is, is he loved Halloween and he really enjoyed the holiday and he enjoyed the kids coming up and getting candy. But everyone in the neighborhood just misunderstood him and thought he was trying to lure children near his home. So Bradley and Josh go up and say, hey, Mr. Harris, so what are your new props this year? Are you, um, do you have anything new going on? And he goes, well, I have a few different things, guys. Um, I got this gu gu guillotine. And he's like, a guillotine? Really? Where did you get that? And he goes, is that a fake blade? And he goes, actually, be careful, because it is kind of sharp. But these, this is actually... Um, uh, old, old prop from a movie, and I got a good deal on it. And he goes, but I'm going to take the blade out and put some cardboard there, so there's no worries. And so the boys are like, that's cool. He goes, what else do you got? And he goes, well, I got a new coffin, and this is actually a real coffin, and he goes, well, how the heck did you get a coffin? And he goes, well, I know some people at the funeral home, and they had some that they were old last year's models, and they were selling them really cheap. And the boys were a little confused because they know that coffins aren't cheap, but it, it was kind of cool that he had one. And they kind of could smell an odor, and they were trying to wonder, like, you know, if... There was something going on with this coffin. They weren't sure. Or maybe he just had bad body odor. They they were just like, I don't know. It kind of smelled kind of funny. And he goes, oh, no, that was just because it was in the funeral home. You know, those places don't smell right. So the boys are like, well, this is pretty cool. We can't wait to come by tomorrow night. And all of a sudden, they hear... Steve across the street say, hey, losers. So Mr. Harris is like, what's going on with them? And Josh said, you know what? They are so mean. They bully us all the time. They think they are God's gift to everybody in the school, and we're just tired of them. And Mr. Harris said, well, maybe you should teach them a lesson. And he kind of looked at him and kind of gave him this look. And... He goes, oh, we're fine. We don't need to teach them a lesson. But I wish someone else would, you know, like maybe they'll get what's, the, what's coming to them. And Mr. Harris said, indeed, maybe they will. All is possible on Halloween night. And the boys chuckled and said, well, we're going to go home, Mr. Harris. We hope you have a good night. Um, let us know if you have any more cool, scary stuff, like new props, you know, because we really like your house at Halloween. And he's like, no problem, kiddos. So the boys walk home, and Steve runs up and tries to trip Bradley. 
And then John comes laughing behind him with the football. And Bradley's like, come on, guys, we're not up for this tonight. Can we just have one day where you're not doing this? He's like, you punks need to walk a different way. We don't even like to see you guys near our house. And he goes, this is the only way towards our home. He goes, I don't care. You guys need to find another damn way home or there's going to be hell to pay. We don't want to see you guys on our block. You are not welcome here. And Mr. Harris um, was looking at the boys and he yelled out, are you guys okay? And Steve's like, mind your own business, old man. We don't need you around here. And your house looks stupid anyways. We, we don't even like to come around here and look at your house. You're just wasting money. It's, it's stupid. And so Bradley and Josh was like, you know what? We don't have time for your crap. And we will um, avoid your house from now on. But they didn't really want to because Mr. Harris lived on that street. And they wanted to see this freaking Halloween display. So... Josh talks to Bradley when they get finally away from the bullies. And he says, hey, you know, what should we do? Should we should we just wear masks? Or do you want to go with the first Halloween costume we decided we were going to do? And um, we were going to be vampires. And he goes, no, I think we should wear masks. So I don't want um, them to see us. And they won't know it's us. Because I'm coming back on this street tonight, you know, tomorrow night. And we're going to be near Mr. Harris's house. I want to see all the cool stuff he has. And he's like, yeah, okay. So the boys end up going to the Halloween store. And they buy these really cool masks. And you can't tell it was them. Um, they were cheaper, too. They were kind of like a, you know, like a doll face or just like a mannequin face. I mean, they were cheap, but they really liked them. So they picked those up. They picked up some fake blood and a couple other Halloween things, and they went home. So the next day was Halloween. They go to school, and they were just dreading seeing Steve and John at school. So they end up going to school, and luckily the boys weren't there. So I, they were like, really? How did we luck out? They're not here on Halloween. They're usually here pranking everyone, being total jerks. But they're not here. That's crazy. So um, the boys go to school. They had goodies in class. They had a great day. And everyone was so excited for Halloween night. And the talk of the town was um, the new props that Mr. Harris had. Because, I mean, this his house was so amazing. Like, everyone in town would go by and take pictures and drive by. And they just loved it. He just had the best yard haunt in the area. And he gave away really good candy, too. So, it was just really cool. So, um, they got really excited. They, they got home. And they actually walked by Mr. Harris's house. They were like, we're going to go. I don't, we don't care. And they had their masks too. So they put them on. And luckily no one was out in the yard. But they noticed a few things in the, in the street. They found um, the football just sitting there. 
that John had. And Steve's bike was laying in the street too. And one of his shoes. And they thought that was kind of weird. They're like, why is a shoe in his bike there? And why is the football there? Maybe they had something going on. Who knows? So as they kept walking, Steve's mom and Steve and John's mom comes out and goes, boys, have you seen um, my boys today? Were they in school? And the, you know, they said, no, we didn't see them today. Um, Josh said, we just thought they were sick or something. He, she's like, oh, those dang kids, they're probably sloughing and not going to school and getting in trouble. She's like, I haven't seen them all day. And they left before I did this morning. So I didn't even see them last night. And Josh said, I'm sorry, ma'am. I don't know. I haven't seen them. Um, maybe check the school or, to, you know, maybe check someone else, you know, one of their friends. And she's like, no, I'm sure they'll be the surfacing soon. You know, dinner's going to be ready here in a bit. So I'm sure they'll show up for that. So the boys go home and they get ready for ten- the night. And they're just so excited. So they get their masks on. They put the blood you know, around the eyes and around the mouth. And um, they throw some on their shirts and they grab their pillowcases and they're like, we're going to trick or treat. So they leave the house and it's kind of becoming dark. It's not quite dark yet. And so they start going to the houses and they're seeing all the kids out, lots of little kids. And they pretty much get all the houses around their house and they wanted to wait till it got a little darker to go to Mr. Harris's house because of Steve and John. They they didn't want him they did not want them to see them. So they wanted to wait. So that night they finally make it over to Harris's and oh my God, this place is just lit up. There's strobe lights going, the creepiest haunted music, fog machines just going crazy. And Mr. Harris is dressed up as a pumpkin head. And he looks very creepy. Um, it's almost like it's real. Like he has his head is like pumpkin. And the boys are just like, Mr. Harris, you did it again. This is amazing. And he's like, well, I have a new little added attraction down in the basement. So you guys might really like this one. And he goes, what do you mean? He's like well, come on down. So the boys follow and they're actually, a lot of the kids were already gone. So they kind of got a private tour. So they go down these stairs and it just smells different and it's just weird. And it just kind of got an eerie feeling like this feels too real. And as soon as they turn a corner, there's two heads laying there, severed heads. And they looked really familiar. And Josh and Bradley look at each other. And he's like, how did you get those, Mr. Harris? And Mr. Harris said, oh, I've been making those all year. Don't they look real? And he goes, yeah, it looks just like Steve and John. And he goes, well, 
I figured I'd throw them in there for you guys because you can't stand them and, you know, they're bullies and no one really likes them. So I just figured I'd make these for the show. But what was really weird is it looked too real. Like the teeth, the eyes, just, it was almost like this was real heads. So Mr. Harris said, you know, I just find this stuff so intriguing. And what do you guys think? Do you think I did a good job? And they're like, well, yeah, but they almost look real, Mr. Harris. He goes, exactly. You'll never know if they're real or fake. And that's what it's all about, making a good prop. So the boys go out into the backyard and the, gu the guillotine was not in his display, but they noticed around it, there's tons of blood. And he goes, well, why isn't this out front, Mr. Harris? Why is this in the back? And he said, well, I was going to, I was working on that, but I didn't, it didn't come the way I wanted it to. I was going to actually get those heads and put them out front with the guillotine, but I got, I ran out of time. So the boys looking a little puzzled, start rocking around the corner. And all of a sudden there's all these guts hanging from the trees and they look so real, like intestines and just all this icky, mushy stuff. And he's like, Mr. Harris, you've outdid yourself. This stuff looks real. He goes, yeah, I know. It does look real, doesn't it? And so they kept walking and walking. And then they come up to the coffin. And there was a skeleton inside. And it just looked too real. And they were like, what is going on here? This is too much, Mr. Harris. Like you, it looks like you robbed a, like, a cemetery and took a coffin. This looks like a real skeleton. And he goes, I just know how to get the good stuff, guys. So the boys are just like kind of disturbed because this was just too much. And they couldn't believe just how good he did at this yard haunt this year. And But they were really disturbed when they were looking at those heads because they look like them. And when they were going home, it didn't, it dawned on them. They didn't see them around. So the boys started to wonder if those were actually John and Steve's real heads because they disappeared and no one could find them. So they get home and they start to talk and they're like do you think that was real and Bradley tells Josh you know what I don't know I've thought the same thing maybe we should go and investigate so they waited till like two in the morning and they decide to sneak out and go back over to Mr. Harris's house and the light in the garage was on and so they peeked around the corner and what they saw blew their damn minds. 
there was a body laying there with one shoe on. And it had the same shirt that Steve was wearing the night before. And it had, his head was cut off. And then there was one right next to it. Same thing. And the stomach was all open. Like someone just gutted him and took all his guts out. And it looked just like John. And the boys knew that that was not fake. And all of a sudden, Josh falls backwards because he's so stunned. And Mr. Harris looks over. And they didn't realize it, but he had a huge knife in his hand because he was cutting up the body parts. He was going, he was putting them in a bag probably to dispose of them. So the boys start to freak out because Mr. Harris sees them and says, let me explain, come back here. And the boys are like, no way, we're out of here. And so all of a sudden they start running and Mr. Harris pushes this button and all of a sudden they're both caught in a net. He caught them in a fucking trap. And he holds them in the trap and he says, I will let you down, but you have to promise you're not going to say a word. Those boys were evil and they were a nuisance and they were bullies. And Josh and, Josh and Bradley told him, we won't say a word. Just let us go. We don't care. We didn't like them. It's fine. So he goes, I don't know, guys. I'm a little concerned about this. I'm afraid you're going to tell, and I can't risk losing my house and my good reputation. And I have the best yard haunts in the area, and there's reasons for this. But I might need a couple new props. So, hmm, let me think about this one. And he goes, what do you mean? He goes, you know what I mean. Maybe you guys will be my next ones. Then and you can't say nothing because your mouths will be sewn shut. And so all of a sudden, he gets, an, he gets a needle out of his pocket and he injects the boys both with something to put them out. So the next few days, a few of the kids noticed that the boys were missing. Steve and John were missing. The neighborhood's just going to shit. But Mr. Harris had two really weird-looking scarecrows in his garden area. And they were up on posts. One was in one because he had a big garden in his backyard. And the other one was on the other side. And there was bags over their heads. And the eyes were just painted on with black marker. And the neighbor commented to him, those are some really cool scarecrows, John. And Mr. Harris said, thanks. I just, I just made them last night. And he had this evil grin on his face. That end and happy fucking Halloween, guys.
I hope you guys enjoyed that little story that I just made up as I was talking to you. <laughs> that one was pretty good and it was twisted. Um, I don't know where this stuff comes from. I must have some dark areas in my brain. But I really actually enjoyed that one. <laughs> I hope you guys have a great night. And keep it creepy. And also watch a damn Halloween movie. I'm going to recommend one. And I didn't even really think of this. This just kind of popped up in my brain. So, let's go with House of a Thousand Corpses. Because that's disturbing as fuck. And Rob Zombie, like I've told you, is one of my favorites. I'm his groupie. So watch House of a Thousand Corpses. And have a good night. Bye-bye.